Hello, welcome to First Person, a podcast brought to you by Coleman FBC. I'm Chuck, and during the next few minutes, I'll join you, the listener, as we meet and get to know others in the First Baptist family. Together, we'll learn about them, their families, and what brought them to Coleman. First, I want to thank the production team of Karen Harmon and Vance Donahue for their help in making this podcast available. Well, welcome to First Person. I'm Chuck, and I'm the host of this thing. I'm the worship pastor here at First Baptist. Excited today to bring a, to you another person that so many of you have seen, a lot of folks wouldn't know, uh, but then there are those who don't know that. So I'd like to just introduce to you Chuck Gambrell. Great to have you with us. I'm looking forward to just spending some time with you, giving you an opportunity to tell us about who you are, about, about your family, about how you wound up at First Baptist, all those different things. And so I think I think it'll be a good thing. Um, uh, well, I hope it'll be. A good it will. Thing. It'll be a good thing. So. First, tell us who you are. Yeah, well, my name is Chuck Gambrell, and um, I've been, uh, my family, I've been married to my wife for 29 years, Jennifer Gambrell. We have three great kids. I've been blessed with kids. I've got Megan, who's 24, Molly, who's 21, and Tucker, who's 18. Been blessed with a great family. Yeah, well, God's, God's good that way. He, sometimes he blesses us way above yeah, what, ex- we, exactly. what we expect. Well. Chuck is here. Chuck has been at, at First Baptist how long, Chuck? It's been about four years. We, okay. we, we come in. I think we come in a couple months before you was yeah. uh, named a yeah. music leader. So right, yeah. And Chuck is your deacon in the church. Yes, and, been, and yeah, Sunday about, school teacher. Right. About two years ago, I was the church called me to be a deacon, and uh, what what a great honor to do that. And then um, about the same time, we were asked to jump in and teach a Sunday school class. So a shout out to the well class. Uh, yeah. That's my group. Love love being with them every Sunday. That's your folks. Huh? That's my people. Yeah. That's my people. Well, I've heard I've heard nothing but good about it. So they they enjoy it. You and Mike Hall teach yeah. that together. Yeah. yeah, we have to just control Mike some, but it's it's fun. So but we we do we have a good He's relationship. He's so reserved. Isn't <laughs> he, he just holds he back. Holds, back. <laughs> holds back. So <laughs> he does. Well tell us about about Chuck, and, and and by the way, it's easy. We talk, we laugh about this. We can remember each other's name. We, I have trouble with names, but I got yours. Uh, tell us about your background, where you came from, and uh, how how all that came about. You growing up, and, yeah, and that well, kind of thing. I was uh, I was born and uh, raised in Wealthy, Alabama, which you know, just a few miles from here. So bedroom my, community. Yeah, right? that's right, that's right. And my mom and dad, uh, Terry and Winona Gambrel, um, was my parents. But like I said again, blessed with great parents. Plugged in that community all our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a member of a local church there for 47 years. Wow. And so uh, mom and dad was leaders in the church. My dad was a deacon in the church. And the fa- my family still lives in that area. Mom still lives there. My dad passed away about 15 years ago, uh, a little battle with cancer. And uh, and then uh, mom is, mom's a member here now at the church yeah. with us. Um, got my brother and his family here. So uh, we just kind of just... We just love this place. Just love this place. I knew the first time we visited, like you know, we knew God was calling us to be here, and uh, we just we just love it. So, but just a little background. I retired from education. I was in education for twenty six years. was a Was a principal. Oh wow! So that's why I have so many gray hairs or no yeah. hair left in me. At least me, you have hair. That's right. right. That's right. So and so, uh, God God just opened another door for me, and I was able to to go through it. Now I'm in sales at Apple Steel up okay. here in Coleman. So. Yeah. Uh, Got some great people, Ronnie and Hank and Kurt Oppel is uh, is uh, in the company, and they've just uh, asked me to be part of the team, and been been very fortunate, been blessed to be part of a team. So, so tell me about growing up in Welty. Where'd you go to 
school. Oh yeah, Washington. yeah. Went to it's so neat. Went went to Wealthy. Went to Wealthy okay. School. This, That's, and, yeah, Wealthy yeah. was uh, it was a uh, well, wasn't it K at that time? K through nine. It was a one through nine. So okay. I went to um, nine years at Wealthy. Then w- graduated from Wealthy. Went to Holly Pond. Then uh, yeah. finished there. And then. Uh, Decided to go into education and played college basketball. Okay. So I uh, went to Wallace, then went to Athens. And um, then I, after graduating with Athens with my Bachelor of Science degree, I got my master's, my EDS, and my doctorate from the University of Alabama. And so, uh, so yeah. So you're really doctor, right? Yeah, but I only make certain people call me that, so. <laughs> yeah, so you you don't wear it. We give Tom a hard time now because he's doctor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we were giving him a hard time because— in, in Alabama Baptist, when they have a function or something like that, he didn't have doctor by his name, and all those other people do, you know, and it say, we're going to have doctor this, doctor this, doctor this. So when he gets close, we said, can we just call you something associated <laughs> with doctor? You yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he's but, probably still wearing his robe today. He got, so you got to watch him. we got to put a limit on that. My understanding all. is he sleeps in the robe, you know, right? <laughs> she said, that's what it's for. That's know? right. So, that's right. Anyway, yeah. It, and then you go to these things, and they'll, they'll introduce him and say, we want to welcome Dr. Sutton. Yeah, Dr. Sutton. that's Dr. right. That's so right. We get, he wears it well, though. He does. He has a he has a good time. And so so growing up in Welty, then where did you, how did you meet your wife? Well, it's my, so funny that uh, I was actually volunteering coaching back as I was finishing school up um, at, at Holly Pond, and, and that's where I met my wife. Okay. And so uh, she was from Holly Pond. Her family's from Holly Pond. Okay. And so we, we met there, and uh, we jumped around a little bit, different places, coaching and teaching. We lived in Lamar County, and we called in Marshall County. Then we, we made our way. We just knew we went, needed to be back home. So we oh, uh, want to be around our, our family, and so we, we made our way back. Yeah. I had Brandon Snyder in here, and uh, he was saying that you were actually a coach. Yeah. Was it in ARAB in Marshall County there yeah. for a little while? Yeah, and I'm glad I yeah had the opportunity. I was uh, I was assistant coach when Brandon was playing. So oh, my that, goodness. I can't believe he's that old, you know. So <laughs> I, I, was, I was like 16 when I coached him. No, yeah, it, 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 yeah he was, he's a good kid. He's always been a good kid. Yeah, he uh, – that's what he was saying. He said you were his coach and, and that kind of stuff. So then you eventually uh, you became the principal at Holly yeah, Pond. Yeah, yeah. I coached for I coached for almost uh, twelve years at Holly Pond, and then uh, I just felt like leadership. I wanted to be in some type of leadership. So um, mm-hmm. we had an opportunity. I was assistant principal at the high school. Then I went to the elementary school for about three years. Then I was then uh, Holly Pond started a middle school. Okay. And so I was the first principal there, and I was there for almost twelve years as the middle school principal. Yeah. Yeah. I always told Jennifer I wanted to retire when I when I was forty seven, and uh, she always laughed at me. But now it's uh, God blessed us with an opportunity, so I was able to retire at forty seven and start another career. Wow, so, that is yeah. great. Yeah, that's like uh, my daughter is involved in education, and she's started. She's in her thirties now, but she was I want to say twenty one maybe that's when right. she started teaching. You know, and so she she'll be like that. You know, she could retire when she's. I'm like. You know, when you're young, you don't realize That's that. It right. doesn't seem possible, does it? You know, the, the first year on there, the first year at Cold Springs, I I was 21, and I looked in there. Was I was teaching a kid that was 19? It's <laughs> like well, I don't know how this is going to work out. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I think 12th grade was his three favorite years of school, though. So, <laughs> yeah. What is, what is it that? That's like the college stuff. You know, I, I crammed four years into five. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, I understand. So, so you were the principal, which. I think honestly that to, to when you when you're in a role like that in a community like Holly Pond, mm-hmm. it's 
And if you're listening to this broadcast, Holly Pond, we're in Coleman, Alabama at First Baptist, but in this county, there are several communities around, smaller communities, close-knit communities. There really are. And so I can't imagine over the years the impact. In those communities, the school is the focal point of, of the communities. You know, that's why it's so sad, I guess, whenever they close down a school or they consolidate it. So I know you've had a, a tremendous impact on a lot of different people. A lot of folks know you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so through that. Yeah. That's yeah. not always good. I yeah. know sometimes yeah, exactly. you probably ran into some yeah. some rocky roads and all that kind of stuff. So tell me about your parents. How did your parents influence you? Well, you know, my mom and dad is just awesome. Uh, you know, my they good Christian parents that worked hard. Mm-hmm. That showed us what it was like to to work, right? And, taught and, you. and the importance of family. You know, we we're, we're we're very close. I have two brothers. We're very close. We still do things together. And I think that was the example that mom and dad set yeah. for us. And uh, you know, and I've shared I've shared with this so many times with my with my Sunday school class that I, you know, of course my dad passed away 15 years ago, and the impact that he had on me was his life. But he also showed me how to die, and I, that's really? kind of, yeah because. Not it's just he he knew and he was sure of right of, confident of confident yeah. yeah and and I think that's that's helped me you know it was hard going through it at that time uh, but the life that he lived was the example that I needed in my life and and the impact he made and you know and my mom's the same way and you know we were lucky mom was had COVID last year and she spent sixty one days in the I hospital remember that and she fought. And, uh, you know, God got us through that mm. and got her through that and gives her strength. And, uh, you know, I think that's the example. And, oh, and that's yeah. the example that I want to have for my kids and their kids is to, to see that Christ is the center of our life and, and no matter whatever challenge we have. And so mom and dad had, it's unbelievable the impact they had. You oh, know? sure. When yeah. we're 16 or 17, we don't realize it. No. Uh, but, you know, when we get on in the 20s, we start to think, wow, they were, they were pretty smart. Were, I, I'm sorry, I'm interrupt you. I was in a Sunday school class yesterday, and we were we were talking about influence and those kind of things. I, ours was from Ezekiel. I don't know what yeah, y'all's was from, but anyway, yeah. we were talking about that. And one of the guys in our class said, "You know, there's some things he regretted that he had given to his son, like if he was if he had been mad or something, mm-hmm. he had cursed or yeah. whatever in front of them, and he he really, really bothered him that he had done that." And and we couple of us in that class, we, we sort of wanted to encourage him, you know, to say, you know, it, it, you, you loved your family. You served your family good. You did the best you could. And one of the things that your kids, I think, need to, they, don't, they, don't, they, they can hold you up. Mm-hmm. But if you, can, if you can ever communicate them, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can. Right. I'm going to meet my obligations, but there's only one to hold up. I'll, I will make mistakes. You know, and I... I thought, you know, I'm like everybody. You don't want to fail to your kids. I, I don't, I'm not talking about massive failure, but they do need to understand that, that you know, I'm not, yeah, that's right. I'm not setting myself yeah. up as something that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, you and, know? and, and we, we, we discussed that same thing in that lesson. There, there's going to be dis- disappointments in life. Sure. It's going to happen. Oh, how do you yeah. respond? You know, how do we yeah. respond? How does, our, how does our kids see us respond? How does our friends see us respond? You sure. Know? Sure. There are times when, I don't know about you, but, but you might – you know, I've kind of beat myself up, up over things, just like he was doing. And, and, and then I, I have to come to the conclusion, like with your kids, you know, when they get bigger, like yours are, you know, they get grown. And, you know, you're, you have some regrets. You say, I wish, I wish, I wish. It's easy to look back. But then you, 
you come to that point, you say, but I was doing the best I could. Yeah, right. We, you know, it's all a, it's all a journey. That's exactly right. You know, and you're trying. It's not uh, a perfect journey. Well, it's funny though, you know, because you, when they're, when they're little, you know, you look back on those times when your kids were small and how, how difficult it was and how much you didn't know. You know, you're always just feeling your way through. That's right. You know, so, um, but God's, it, but then somehow or the other, and it's not a somehow or the other, it's God. Mm-hmm. But, but you impart what you are. Exactly. What your whole is to them, I exactly. guess. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, I just think I, I just think it's neat. So, after you grew up there in, in Welty, and I'm familiar with Welty, uh, and you went to church there for all those years. What brought you to First Baptist? Well, you know, we were just. Um, uh, it was just kind of a. I don't know. Just uh, we had been praying as a family, um, and just just looking and, and feeling that God was leading us somewhere else. And it was so funny. Tom came yeah. and spoke at um, at our school. Oh, okay. And uh, I told Jennifer when we were when we were talking about. It, I said, "Hey, let's let's go visit a couple places and and, mm-hmm. and just see." And um, so she, I said, "Let's let's go to First Baptist." And we we know so many people here. Oh, sure. We yeah. we were plugged in. We know you know we have so many good friends and and uh we we sat down we went through the the first service and uh, i'll never forget it uh we everybody was so welcoming uh we could feel the spirit and uh we after the service we sit down in the car and all five of us as a family just took a deep breath and said this is we felt we felt at home then uh we just had this peace about us and um you know and and i still give tom a hard time because he invited me the next day, he said, "Hey, come run with us. We run on Monday mornings." And uh, I said, "Okay, that sounds good." And so uh, the the next morning, I showed up at, at Larkwood, where where they're at, and um, everybody was there except Tom. He overslept that day, so I said <laughs> that was a sign that that I probably didn't need to. But uh, I of course, you gave him a hard time. Oh yeah, oh, still yeah. do, still oh, yeah. do. Yeah, uh, yeah, still do. That's one of the good things about having a pastor. You can just harass. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. exactly right. I laughed because you know Brandon Snyder. I mentioned him. He runs with you guys, and I, I was asking him about how how did he wind up doing that, and he he was telling me all this kind of stuff. But, but I get so tickled because at times I'll meet up with that, you guys when I'm riding my bike. Yeah. And I said, I affectionately call them the thundering herd because <laughs> when I hear y'all coming. You can hear us coming. Oh, it's honk, honk, honk. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, somebody, I don't know if it's Andy or who it is, yeah. but, you know, there's always, there's always something. Yeah. There's and you can usually hear Tom from about three blocks away. So <laughs> I really got tickled because he, he was talking about when we, he was running somewhere and I don't know where it was. He said, and he was a lot bigger than he is. He said his his group was called the Clydesdales. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, now that there ought to be a law against that's, that. You know, that's like, exactly right. That's well, a whomp, whomp, <laughs> yeah, whomp, whomp. but it is. Yeah, when you see him coming, I can see him. You know, and, yeah. So, but it's a it's a it's a great and, and that's such a great group because you've got three or four local pastors in that group. Yeah, and it, it's just it's neat to hear them. You know, it and, is and to talk and you know, share things, and yeah. it's, it's really fun. Yeah, it's just a, it's a fun, I mean, it's a good thing. A, running is a good thing, but but getting to spend time. Exactly right, uh, yeah. With brothers and sisters, you know, brothers in Christ, and That's getting right. that, I mean, you don't think of it that way, but, but there, there's a That's common, right. there's just a, yeah. I guess there's just a bond there that most people wouldn't, or a lot of people don't understand, you know, yeah. and uh, and the then the, 
the camaraderie is in, is really good, mm-hmm. and just the fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't know what it is about. I used to have lunch with a group of guys every day at another church where I served, and Chuck, we were actually brutal to one another. Yeah, that's, that happens often. So, yeah. and loved it. Yeah, exactly. It was right. it was yeah. like, you know, I mean, of course, I was served on the church there in town. They they. They didn't care about that. They just cared about beating me up, you know, whenever they got a chance, you <laughs> That's know. Good. That's uh, good. But it was so fun. You know, it's just something about that. And I I've told Susan, and I don't I don't I don't think ladies do that quite like right, that. You right. know, y'all are all so, so nice to each other. Yeah, we yeah. we try to make sure we keep everybody humble. That's exactly you right. You know, we yeah. try to yeah. make sure that it happens. So well tell us about ministry at First Baptist. I know you mentioned your Sunday school. Tell me how that all came about? Well, we had, uh, we, you know, I taught Sunday school at the other church for 25 years, and we thought, you know, for the first couple of years, let's just plug in, get in with a group, a Sunday school group, you know. And, and, it never and, works out. No, yeah. it never, yeah, but we did, and we were, uh, Mike Jackson, which is a great friend of mine, we, yeah. we was involved in his class, and he does an unbelievable job, and Scott uh, kind of mentioned to Mike one day, uh, Scott Carlin, that, yeah. you know, he mentioned to Mike one day, he said, hey, we're thinking about, you know, I think we added another Sunday school class. I think we'd went to a different time, and he said, I need somebody. And so, uh, you know, Mike we, Mike, and I talked, and I said, you know what, I, I think, you know, I'd, if, if God's calling me to do that, I'd be interested in doing that. And um, and so we did, and it's full speed now. And, oh, yeah. And, 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 I, and I love that group, and I, I challenge that group all the time because, you know that's a, a that's kind of a, the future of the church. You know oh, the sure. future leaders of the church, and and so I, yeah, I, I just enjoy it. I enjoy right. that time with them. They're like I said, they're a special group. I love every one of them. And so I just felt you know that was the calling, and, yeah. and God opened a door there sure. again. There was a need. There yeah. was a need. Yeah, it's what you just got to walk through it. That's right. right. I uh, what I think is neat. Those folks in that class are probably they have the, most of the parents with young children. Yes, is that, exactly. That yeah. I would say I would say from thirty to forty five range, maybe at the most, is, mm-hmm. is the age group in there. Yeah. So. You know, and, and I don't know what how your experience has been, but I can all I, I do like that because and certainly not that you're senior and I'm more senior than you, but you've walked through raising your kids and I I thought like like Susan and I when we were a younger couple in church, and you probably had this at Wealthy, but there were couples that were older than us, whose kids were grown, and man, they were so helpful. Exactly. You know, I, and I think that that is one of the, if there is a flaw of a, of a young, 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 without having that multi generational, you know, connection, because you, you know, think how you can impact those young people. Right. Most everything they're going through, I know it's a different time, and I know times change, but you've probably experienced it, mm-hmm. you know, with kids and all that kind of stuff, and. And I'm getting to experience grandkids. Hey, yeah, man. Exactly. Oh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I used to make fun of people about that. Yeah, you know, I'd yeah. say, ah, you know, these they are so oh, goodness. They are so ridiculous, you know. And but you know, when it comes along and it happens, it's kind of like with your kids, but even worse, uh, you you just it's like all bets are off. I don't care. I'm promoting, I'm self-promoting, I'm <laughs> promoting them, I'm doting, I'm right. doing whatever it right. is that, you right. know. So uh, but I do, I, I really do think it's just a it's a wonderful thing that, you you know, you get guys that are, you know, y'all aren't old and you're not old at all, but you're old enough to be, to walk down those roads. And, but, you know, Chuck, I, I think it's important that we seek those people. You know, we look for those people to, yeah. to be around, you know. And, yeah. 
And, you know, you mentioned there's so many people that were at our uh, church, you know, they, they never, I, I, you know, I never heard them teach Sunday school. I never seen them, but I, I just knew the, the life that they lived. Yeah. And I wanted, you know, I seek those people out yeah. to, to see that. And, you know. Well, for, for like in my case, for uh, growing up in Hansville, but, mm-hmm. but I served in a church for 22 years in Shelby County, a little, little town called Wilsonville. And it's the same kind of thing, those close-knit communities like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, people, and I said, that's where I met Susan. That's where we married. That's where we started our family. So we had people in that community and that church that yeah. just exactly, they didn't all go to your church, but in those kind of communities, just like, you know, everybody, yeah. Yeah. you know, but, and you go through struggles together. So, and church was representative of that. And it is difficult in a, a larger church. You and I talked about that. Sometimes it it's hard to feel that closeness, but. You do get it through the exactly. Sunday school. That small group, yeah. Sunday through the yes. small group. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if you just show up for worship, and, you know, we have different worship services and all that kind of stuff, but through that, you know, you're able to yeah. to connect with them in a special way. So, well, I, I'm glad that you're here. One of the the uh, greatest blessings of a, of a growing church, and you see this, and is people, new people coming in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so to have an opportunity just to, you know, to find out a little bit about you and and your family, and you got big plans for Christmas. Well, you know, we we will. Yeah, we got Molly, our, our middle daughter. Is, she's come home from Auburn, so she's yeah. got one more semester. She'll be able to student teach in the spring, and she's uh, going to teach abroad for oh my for goodness six or seven weeks. So we're excited about that. So we've got her home, and we'll have everybody together, and uh, yeah. we just love the family time. And now you named off your kids, but tell me about your kids. I didn't. Really yeah, well, all so that. Meg, Meg, my oldest, uh, lives here in Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she works at Lockheed Martin in Huntsville. Okay, and then Molly is a, a senior at Auburn, and she's going to be student teaching in uh, in in the spring. Um, and where did you say she? She's going to be in Germany for seven oh. weeks. So she's always wanted to do that, I, and yeah. so we opportunity has come up. So she's going to be able to be. I think she's in Auburn for six weeks, and then there, and then so uh, she'll be there. And then Tucker's a senior at Coleman High School. Yeah. So yeah, and he's playing ball. Like he's, yeah, him. he plays a little bit of basketball. Oh yeah, so. I've heard he, he's he's doing good. Yeah. Now he was injured to start. Yeah, I was. With... <laughs> yeah, I was lifting weights, and uh, the weights oh wow fell and broke his uh, toe. So he. he it, it wasn't a real good uh, yeah. two weeks, but he, he's better now. So. so are they having a pretty good season? Yeah, yeah. We're undefeated now and uh, hadn't been beat. And, and and it's a good group of kids. Uh, yeah. They all, that's that's the thing we love about it. They they hang with each other or they do yeah. things with each other. And, and, and it's, a, it's a fun group. Oh, so. yeah. Sports, I, and I know you, you enjoyed it too when your kids, you know, and you're going through it now. But even when he was little and they were little, you know, they, that was a – that's a great time, oh, it really. Is. It, it is. was chaotic probably yeah. when they were little, trying to get everybody everywhere and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I had a friend of mine, pastor friend, he said, he, he looks back on it now and he said, you know, that was, they really was the best times, even though it was, right. you know, crazy trying to get all that done and get everybody, you know. But when they, you know, all ours are, are older now, but, you know, the, all during all those crazy times, band and, you know, one of them played baseball all the time and just, you know, all those are, those are great times. They really are. They're yeah, I, sh- I shared with a member of our Sunday school classes talking about they had to be here with one kid and here with one kid in one day, and they were. And I said, "Look, enjoy it. Oh, enjoy it. You oh, know, yeah. it's, it's just it's yeah. it's good times. It really I try is. to tell, and we've talked about. I have my son-in-law Josh and daughter Elizabeth, and you know them, and 
you know, they're always just, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're just, yeah. But yeah. Um, that's what, that's what I always want to say. I say, man, just treasure it. But you, you know, isn't it sad that you don't, I, I, I agree. Totally you know, agree. my yeah. kids were spread out. I have, they're 10 years apart, the oldest one and the youngest one. So by the time the youngest one came along, I, I kind of started to, I was 35 when he was born. So I was like, you know, I started to realize that, you know, yeah. oh, this is going to happen. Because with the first two, we're just so busy. I think most, a lot of couples are like this, aren't they? Just trying to survive. Exactly. Yeah. It just takes all you can do to survive. Yeah, that's right. You that's know, right. so, uh, but when he came along, we realized, I realized, I said, no, man, it doesn't matter what happens. I'm, yeah. I'm setting it aside. Exactly. You know, so, well, Chuck, man, it's been a blessing to get to talk with you. I know that my prayer is that we get to serve many years together. Uh, you guys, you, your family, and I know you don't want to just stroke somebody, but I know that you guys have been a blessing to our church. Well, thank you. And uh, I, know, I know the work that you're doing in Sunday school and serving as a deacon, you know, those are great things. And I know, you know, like if you're somewhere many, many years like you were at Welty or out in that area, you know, you, you get that sense that, okay, I've done Pretty much, you know, it's time. And God works that out, you know. And so uh, we're trying to reach a world that's lost, and and we try to minister to people. But it's a blessing for people to come along that have that background. Exactly, yeah. You know, they know. So I'm glad you're here. Well, we enjoy it. And, man, I look forward to whatever's going to happen next. So with that, we'll say goodbye for this one. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to First Person. I want to encourage you to share this podcast with friends and family.